This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Nirvana Sisters Podcast, where we take the intimidation out of well-being and beauty to help you achieve your highest state, your nirvana. We are sisters-in-law and your hosts. I'm Amy Sherman. And I'm Katie Chandler. So let's get into some real conversation. Welcome back to Nirvana Sisters, Nirvana Sisters family. It's Amy and Katie, and we are here with Dr. Alicia Reed, and so excited to talk to her. We met online, and we've been wanting to chat with her for so long. She's got amazing content on her Instagram and has such an interesting story. So I'll read a little bit about Alicia before we get into it. So the Fly Pharmacist, self-care strategist, and founder of lifestyle brand Fly with Alicia Reed. Dr. Reed was born and raised in New Orleans, where she attended Xavier University of Louisiana and received a doctorate of pharmacy degree. Dr. Reed has been a licensed pharmacist for almost two decades and has seen firsthand how self-care impacts health in the community. The Fly Pharmacist acts as an advocate to empower and educate her community to make self-care a priority in their lives. As a self-care strategist, Dr. Reed provides the tools and training necessary to create a successful self-care plan. She is a widow mom who believes that self-care is non-negotiable, totally agree with that, and is determined to break that generational curse that strong women don't take breaks, which I can't wait to hear more about. That's such an interesting thing to think about. Self-care has become such a buzzword, but the truth is, is that self-care is whatever you need it to be. After losing her husband, Dr. Reed wanted to normalize grief by publicly sharing her grief journey while continuing to practice exceptional self-care. Dr. Reed moderates a widow support group and hosts the Fly Widow podcast. And one quote I also just wanted to say, I was reading in your Southern Living article, congratulations, by the way, and it said, I love this quote, it says, Everyone thinks that self-care has to be a spa day or massage or a pedicure, she says, but it's doing whatever you need to do to feel like you again, which I really, really loved. And that really resonated with me. So welcome to the show, Dr. Reed. We're Thank so excited you. to have you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. This is one of my favorite topics. So yes. So we're excited to get to share more with you. Yeah, us too. So we always like to start the show with our Nirvana of the week or day, something that brought us joy this week, something that, you know brought a smile to our face. Um, So I will pass it off to you, Katie. Thank you, Amy. Um, Well, it is such a pleasure to meet you, Dr. Reed. Should we call you Alicia, Dr. Reed? Alicia. Alicia is fine. (laughs) Okay, great. Uh, So yeah, it's great to have you here. My nirvana of the day, it happened on Friday. I think we we had our um, like first day that it felt like spring here. I'm in Connecticut on the East Coast, Alicia. And I feel like it's spring everywhere, but here (laughs) we're the last to get it. and I just spent the day outside with my daughter, with my four-year-old after school for like two hours, just, oh, wow. you know, playing around, exploring the yard, taking a walk, ha- so having nice. her on her bike, all that fun stuff. So it was really nice to just be out in nature again and not be freezing cold and the fresh air and, you know, the, the sounds of spring. It was great. It brought me a lot of nirvana. What about you, Amy? That's so good. Mine was yesterday morning. I spent, I don't know, maybe a half an hour doing a recipe with Jules, my my younger son, who's 12. And he's been a little, um, you know, he's in middle school. He just started middle school this year. And he's been a little, you know, 
he's getting a little sassy and doesn't like to spend as much time with me, talks back. And so he wanted to make this like dessert recipe thing. And so I was like, okay, so we did it together. And it was really nice to kind of just step back and like read a recipe and get the ingredients out and do it step by step. Because I feel like in my kid's world, um, Alicia, I have a 12 and a 15 year old. um, And I know you have a son too. Like they're running around and everything's so quick. It's like, can we order dinner? Let's buy it on Amazon. Like there's no perseverance, I feel like. So just to like read the recipe and like do everything step by step in the order and wait. And, you know, it was just nice to kind of take a moment and spend time with him and do that. And he was like cute. And like, I loved just doing that little project with him. So it was fun. It brought me a lot of joy yesterday morning. So what about you? So we had our air show um, here in New Orleans. It's been five years since the Blue Angels uh, performed or did their flight show in New Orleans. So my son and I, we went there and it was really good to be outside. The weather was perfect. Um, Not a cloud in the sky. We watched all the airplanes do their tricks and it was a real cool mom and Sunday. You know, you think about what we can do together. And it was just great. He got a little Cub Scout patch because that's something that he needed to do to check up on his list. And we just had a great day eating chicken tenders and fries and watching all the the planes do their tricks. And one of the most interesting things was Ourself, my cell phone wouldn't work because we were in like an air, you know, airspace. We're on the naval base, and you know, sometimes we talk about disconnecting from our phones. But I couldn't send anything. I couldn't post anything, and I, you know, I, I was essentially without the use of a phone for four hours, and that for me was really good because we were actually just present with each other, and it was a great day. So important. that sounds amazing. How old is he? Six. Going on thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> That's a fun age, though. Six yes. is really sweet. Yeah. yeah, that sounds great. Nice. All right. Well, should we get right into it? I want to kick it off, and I, Alicia, if you could give our audience a bit of a background um, within your career, your pharmacist. How did how did you get into all of that, and and how did it? How did your career um, really? get you diving deep into self-care? How did that come about? Sure. So uh, I've been a pharmacist for 18 years, almost 19. Um, And I was always interested in uh, helping people and science and all of that. And But I didn't want to go to school forever, you know, like doctors. You spend all that time in school. So pharmacy was a six-year program. And I felt like that was Long enough um, to get into the profession, the healthcare profession. Um, really enjoyed it. Did retail, which a uh, pharmacy, CVS, Walgreens, all those big boxes. That you know, as a pharmacist, that's where you will you go when you first start. But it was just so busy, and we were always rushing, anxious, didn't have time to eat, didn't have you know breaks and long hours. And I really thought about like, that's not what I want for life. You know, I don't want to be rushing all the time and have anxiety. So I stepped away from retail and chose another area of pharmacy, which was uh, managed care. And I was able to work for um, a health plan. And in that, uh, we focused on like a lot of metrics and just checking to see how people managed their health. And it was at at that moment, I realized that we can do a lot to prevent health conditions and, you know, these um, 
disease states. And as a pharmacist, you know, I fill the prescriptions, but it costs a lot of money for people. It's not always accessible. So I wanted to think about ways that people could help with their health conditions and do things that didn't require a lot of money, you know, instead of having sometimes, most times, yes, you do have to take your medicine people. Cause I don't want people to say, Oh no, I don't take my medicine, but just being able to counsel patients on lifestyle modifications, because that's big. You mm-hmm. have diabetes and you take your medicine every day, but if you aren't following a diet or exercising, you know, it's really not going to work. So for me, that was the whole connection to pharmacy and the self-care world. So I launched a brand um, in 2014, I thought of, of, of the brand. It was Nola Bougie, and it was for women because I wanted women to understand that even though we were moms and wives and caregivers, that we were still women. And I didn't want to have to give up the things that I love because I chose to be a mom or a wife. So out of that brand, it was just about inspiring women to just be their best selves. And I did that. I officially launched in 2017. And in 2019, I lost my husband. And when my husband passed, I didn't want to do it anymore because I felt like that was something that we did together. And I you know, was done. I was done mm-hmm. with it. And I didn't want to do it. And my audience reached out and they said, you know, you inspired us to do so much as a mom and as as a wife that you can't give up. You can't leave us here. uh, And we want you to do inspire yourself. All the stuff that you're telling us, we want you to do. And I Mm -hmm. thought about it and said, you know what? I need to keep going, but I didn't want to keep going as Nola Bougie. Mm -hmm. So I I rebranded as Fly. So Fly is first love yourself because it was always about loving you. And I learned that on this grief journey, I had to figure out who I was again because I was a mom for four years. I was a wife for, you know, almost six. And now my life was it had changed. So it was just all about loving myself. And I continue to take the women on the journey with me. And that's where I am now. That's amazing. It's so empowering your story and your journey. Um, I, I kind of want to unpack it a little because I have a few questions within it. Mm-hmm. To circle to go to go back to management care, that I've never heard of this. I, I'm, I, I, I see pharmacists. I get. I have autoimmune conditions. I have to take so mm-hmm. much medication; it's obnoxious. And I see these pharmacists, and just like you said, they are busting their butts all yeah. day long, and it seems like a thankless job. They're just over and over and over and over again. New customer, new customer, new customer. It looks like it's a really long day and, and really hard work. So this manage management care is that what you said or managed care it's managed care it's in a health care plan so when you have your insurance card and you know you fill your prescription there um are pharmacists working with the health plan to determine what medications should be offered or should be covered so a lot of times you may fill a prescription and they'll say oh this medication is not covered by your health plan or it needs a prior authorization Right. So as a pharmacist, I was a part of the team that researched the medicines to figure out which ones were best for our patients. And then also uh, on the other end, talk to patients about their health conditions. So I did what's called medication therapy management. And that's when you uh, do a whole review 
of medications with the patient and talk to them about their health condition. So, you know, with your autoimmune disorder, we would talk about your medications, but then also talk about what you're doing. Like, let's say stress. I mean, stress is a number one cause of like flare ups for a lot of conditions. So we would talk about your stress management. Like, what are you doing for stress? Like, what does your diet look like? So all of that goes into healthcare. And for me, it's almost like self-care is healthcare mm-hmm. because yeah. you have to, all those things work together, not just taking the prescription. That's right. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm sure that was probably a lot more fulfilling oh, also, yeah. just generally speaking, than being behind the counter at a CVS or something too, oh, which is yeah. really, really cool. And so you're not doing that anymore. You are still, still so doing that. I still that. am. Um, I work for um, a hospital now. And it's kind of like the same thing. Uh, It's not managed care, but I'm doing um, home-based primary care. So I'm also a member of a care team like I was before and get a chance to talk to to patients and review their medicines and give information and help. So it's it's very similar. And I find that that's like my sweet spot. That's what I love to do. And uh, most people ask, will you ever quit your job? Like, I don't know. I mean... I don't know if I would, but I love it. But you enjoy it, right? I enjoy it. So it's not something that I dread doing or, you know, going to work. So I enjoy it. I know it's rewarding. And you probably learn new things by all the different people that you meet. And you probably hear so many different stories. So I can imagine it's really interesting. And really sorry to hear about um, your husband. That's just, um, I can't, I mean, it's just so hard to go through. But um, really proud to see that you have powered on and that your community yeah. like has, has encouraged you to do so. Cause I'm sure it's helped you heal. So that's yeah. um yeah, tough, tough stuff. Um, okay. So moving right along, let's talk about self-care and beauty. Cause all of your content on Instagram has so many like fun <laughs> tidbits about all the new stuff you're trying and all the new things you're doing. So tell us about um kind of what you look for in products and kind of what your um what your favorite things are to shop for and look for. I mean your skin is glowing, literally guys. Her skin is <laughs> I know so gorgeous. It is glowing. Thank you. Um I also find that the cell the beauty products I really enjoy looking at the ingredients. Mm-hmm. I think and it's probably because of the pharmacy. <laughs> uh you know, well, you, yeah you probably right. know what they are yeah. more than most people. <laughs> and, and I and I think about you know, chemistry and like being in the labs and all that. So for me, it's, I really like to look at the labels. Um, Obviously um, less is better, you know, less ingredients is better. So I look at that. Also look at, uh, you know, whether or not there are additives or, you know, the parabens, a lot of things that shouldn't be in uh, products. It's clean beauty is uh, what I'm, I'm really paying attention to. One of the most interesting things is that cosmetics are not regulated by the food and drug administration. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whereas if you get a prescription, you know, it is, but not cosmetics. So essentially anyone can put something out there and, you know, people buy it because marketing and, you know, they don't pay, really pay attention. So I want to be that person to educate and share, okay, this is a good product. So not necessarily, endorsing and promoting products, which is something that I really um, try to stress as well. I'm really looking at ingredients and whether or not it works for me. And I like to share that. It's not 
so much a sponsored post mm-hmm. or anything. So right. I like to educate and let you know my followers know this is what you need to look for. You need to pay attention to how it's manufactured, where, what's in it. You know, check your allergies because there's a lot of things that you may not be able to use because you know if you have a shellfish allergy. So that is my like that's my like standard like what I'm when I'm picking up a product and looking at mm-hmm. the things that I'm loving right now or like what I'm really into is just clean skin. Um, I'm not so much into makeup. I love makeup, but I find that if you take care of your skin, then you know makeup is optional. Yeah, you know? totally. So it's like the it's, cherry on top. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I really focus on serums and collagen. You know, I'm really big on that right now. Just making sure that um, I have the collagen and the probiotics diet. All of that goes into like my self-care and beauty routine. So I shared the other day about collagen. My nutritionist has me mixing it in um, the collagen powder, the proteins in my coffee, because mm-hmm. we're looking at my diet and ways to incorporate protein. And she's like, why don't you try the collagen peptides? So I've been doing that uh, for about a month now. And I like it. Which brand is it? Is it the... Um... This is the Vital Proteins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I tried that. So I it's have that. that. Um, they also have the water. So I have the collagen water, the shots. Um, a lot of people don't realize that collagen helps with the skin elasticity. So, you know, you want to make sure that you are supplementing the collagen. You want to find good collagen because there are a lot of things out there. You know, it's clean. I also look at um, the, the probiotics, the supplements. I make sure that, you know, I have all the vitamins. Do you have a probiotic that you like specifically? I don't have a specific probiotic. I mean, I'll be honest. I just make sure that, you know, it's a good quality product. Um, yeah. Trader Joe's and I, you know, we'll get to that, get to that. I'll, I'll pick up something at Trader Joe's or Whole Foods. Um, there are a lot of skincare products that have probiotics in them. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. So, you know, you can get a moisturizer. So those are the, I, I stick to collagen, um, vitamin C, of course, and- mm-hmm. Right now, the hydration, like I've been adding those liquid hydration packs, mm-hmm. like electrolytes to water yeah. just so that mm-hmm. I can be more hydrated, especially with the warmer weather. That's yeah. what I'm drinking right now. My oh, there, you go. Yes. <laughs> there you go. So uh, for me, it's a, it's really about inside out. Yeah. You know, a lot, I, I really want to take, take care of, you know, inside and then, you know, the skin itself. Right. Then your skin yeah. gets better and then you mm-hmm. just put serums and all those things that just enhance. You mentioned serums. What serums do you like? So moisturizing or? Yeah. So like moisturizing serum was just checking out this um, hyaluronic uh, serum that I picked up. So I am into making sure that my skin is moisturized. That's a mm-hmm. big thing for me, especially going out in our weather. Um, it's very humid, but just being out in the sun for me. So I, you know, a serum is great, especially at nighttime. I, I love like nighttime serums. I, I'd laugh because <laughs> there's a meme that's something like it has you looking like a glazed donut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like under eyes is, you know, and then vitamin C serums are, are, are big for me. Yeah. Yeah. The vitamin, vitamin C, C I can your skin is so bright. It's like, it's that vitamin C too. I, I always notice a difference when I'm using my vitamin C yeah. when I'm not. It's interesting. 
that you mentioned the allergies because I feel like a lot of people don't think about that when they're looking at their skincare routine. Like my mom has a latex allergy mm-hmm. and I can't tell you how many times she called me and she said, I picked up a new product and now my eyes are swollen yeah. shut because it has that in there and she doesn't think to check for it. And like you said, also like shellfish allergies and everything that can be yeah. found in skincare. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, I actually, that's a new one. I've heard that. I, I got a facial, um, hydrofacial and the, um, esthetician said, like at the end, we were doing a serum. She's like, "Hey, do you have a shellfish allergy?" And I said, "Why?" And she said, "Oh, the the serum that I use um, has like the glucosamine and chondritin. So a lot of people mm. take that for like uh, cartilage and you know the bone and joints, but it's in the serum that she had. And she said, oh. "I need to know because if I put this on you, you have a shellfish allergy." And I was like, "Thanks for asking." I was like, "I wonder how many." People use these products and don't ask. Yeah, I'm sure, and have no idea. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so that's definitely something that I I think people don't pay attention to. Well, I know they don't. You know, if you're picking up skincare, you don't think about a food allergy, right? Right. It's it's so it's so true. Um, Okay, moving on because I want to ask you because I saw this on your. Instagram a while ago and we were DMing about it and I want to hear yeah. about this because so we had a dermatologist on our show a while ago, Dr. Nazarian, who told us about Quo, which uh-huh. was the first time I had heard of it. And I was like, oh my God, I need to look into this ASAP. But I saw that you looked into it. I don't know if you got the procedure, but tell us all about it. And um, for reference, this is the cellulite yes. Yes. treatment. So I yes. got to hear all about it. Yes. So I actually, so I went, when I saw it, I was like, oh my goodness, like I need this. I was need it like this. at a doctor's office or one of those meds? Dermato- yeah, it was a dermatologist. Okay. And um, so I went in and I listened to it. Um, I didn't get it done, but I did the um, consultation because honestly, I thought that I really needed it, but I, did, I didn't have a lot of the, the cellulite uh, on, on, my, on, my, on my butt. So what I did have, it was like some type of dimple that may be like a birthmark, but what I was told was that it wasn't going to fill it. Like it wasn't going to do anything mm. if I got it. So okay. it's kind of like, all right, well, you know, I'll just live with it. It's, it's cute. Um, <laughs> but the way the product works is it uh, helps to release like the, the fiber, the uh, fiber fibers so that the skin will flatten out because a lot of people think that it's fat. You know, they say, oh, I'm fat because they, yeah. they think only fat people can have these, you know, these dimples or these areas. But it really works to release the fi- release the fiber so that it smooths out the skin. And what's interesting is as a pharmacist, I, I recognize the, the name of the, the medicine, like the 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 generic name, should I say. And I was like, oh, that is I know that that's something that's another drug. And they say, oh, yeah, it is used for something else. So I thought it was interesting that the company found another use for the medication, yeah. which is very similar. Not It's not the same as Botox, but you do know like Botox can be used for obviously cosmetic, but it's also used for migraines and bladder yeah. and sweating. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of, has a lot of other uses. So they found that this particular quo was, it was, you know, able to be used for the dimples. And I thought, I thought it was amazing. And the, there are women there who were really excited about it and wanted to use it. One of the side effects, uh, minimal side effects, but I think it was bruising, which was, you know, yeah. what, what they said. But I don't, I didn't feel like it was something that was super, it wouldn't stop me from getting it. I just. And went, did they say it like actually works? Because there hasn't been anything for cellulite that actually works. 
Well, again, I mean, looking at the photos, it says they do show before and afters. Yeah. You know, you do see, see, see some results, but I always like to, I want to see somebody that has a lot of it. And right. like, you know, right. Like a like major transformation. Someone that just had a little bit, then yeah. But it's I, someone who had like all these areas and then it gets more expensive because you have to, you have to use so, so much of the product. Yeah. Now yeah, sure. I know they said that the longevity of it, it's supposed to last a long time. Yeah. So I was going to ask like you that. How, that what you did they like, say? Is it permanent yeah. or is it just a. It's, yeah. It, they said it's supposed to last for a while. They, it hasn't been studied that long. Yeah. For you mm. to say, okay, after five years, you know, like with Botox, we know, you know, after a couple of months, you have to go back and, you know, get, get the area re- redone. But right. for that, she said right now, it's just the studies, they don't have enough long enough studies to know mm. how, if it's, you know, permanent or not. And is it, how is it administered? It's a little injections. I was like, okay. It's funny because I still have my, uh, my papers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was like, um, it's injected and it's a package of three. So it's like a series of three injections. And mm-hmm. I know I was told that I would probably need a fourth treatment because it was like a deep dimple. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh, well that's the, I mean, that's the part that I really want to get rid of. Right. Um, and they, it goes by the, the severity, like mild, moderate or severe. I mean, if you if someone wants to get it, I mean, I think it, it's worth it if you have you know small enough areas. Yeah, I, it's not something that I feel like would alleviate when you would just have a completely smooth butt. You gonna then, do it, Aim? <laughs> you seem to get a consult. Amy, Amy looks very interested. Well, this is my I biggest mean, I complaint because I always have I always have like dimples on like the back of my thighs and the sides and it's always bothered me but there's nothing you can really do about it so when she told me about this I was like oh my god that's so interesting so yes I'm definitely going to look into it at some point for yeah, sure 10 minutes like 10 minutes is oh, like that's how nice long the that's crazy yeah I did read or I feel like maybe Dr. Nazarian told us that like the bruising's pretty bad afterwards so you just have to do it like when you know you're going to be covered up like so that's like oh, that- that's like the photo that they, you know, that they get. So I mean, it's like that, not that bad to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, so it's yeah, like, okay. It's hard to it's say. Minimal. Yeah. So right. like, I want to see someone. Right. And then, you, you know, major I, transformation. Thought, I thought that I had a lot and she's like, you actually don't have that much. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, now I feel better. Okay. But I, mean, I always <laughs> like, I'll, I always love to read and, and hear about like new things. Me too. So that yeah. was well, I have that. There's a new one that I want to know if either of you guys have heard about. Have you heard about Lipolite? Lipolite? The one that when you're awake? You're awake. Yeah, I I heard about that when I, it's like a lipo awake or something. It's, but it's a, it's, it's like a a light treatment instead of the cool sculpting where they freeze and they, okay. It's the opposite. It's, it's a light. I, I, I'm going to actually go um, talk to, and get a consult about it this week but it's for just like if you have trouble spots you know like i i've got the love handles that i can never seem to get rid of it's for that and it's a it's a light where the heat i don't know that it's more of like a red light or an infrared light or the Mm -hmm. heat or something is supposed to 
dissolve and loosen up the fat cells. And it, I, I think it's less invasive and mm-hmm. safer than the cool sculpting. Oh, wow. Which I've recently, who was it? Amy, um, Amy's mom sent us an article. I think it was Linda Evangelista. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That did cool sculpting and had a horrible adverse reaction to it. Did you see that, Alicia? No. Oh, yeah. She, guess, if, you re- if you Google oh, it, it's all yeah. of our, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It completely yeah. deformed her body. So, I mean, you know, it's, that was, she was allergic to something that they oh, were wow. using. So that was a one-off, but, but yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to see if either of you guys have heard about it. No, I saw um, a plastic surgeon doing a wake lipo, like a week. Like it was Oh, like, that's different. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. I, I wouldn't want to be awake for that. For that. I know. I You're like, knock me out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, oh, thank no. you. That does not sound like fun. All right. I want to talk about your love yourself self-care to-do list because we see them on Instagram and I think they're brilliant. So tell us a little bit about that. So the idea for that came about uh, because I realized a lot of people didn't really know what to do for Mm self-care. And I always ask, I say, what did you do for self-care this week? And then all the answers were manicure, Pedicure. I was like, okay, right. you know that there's other things that you could do besides that. And like, oh, right. Like, really, what? It's like, whatever you want to do. So um, I started that, putting together the to do list. Um, for a little background, for my social media, I used to share things to do, like um, places, like events, mm. you know, what's going on in the week on the weekend. And a lot of people enjoy that. And I said, well, I want to change it up to where people don't feel like they have to go somewhere or like it has to be like something that everybody is going to like a concert. And I wanted to make it easy. So that I picked 12 things. It's like a little bingo card. And my followers from out of state made me realize that I have things on there that only local people can do. So think about <laughs> that. I was like, okay. Right. I say, well, I'll tell them you get a free, free square or something. But, um, <laughs> They love it because it gives people things to do. They like to check it off. And you know, I look for things that don't cost money because that's an mm-hmm. obstacle for a lot of people. Um, they don't want to spend the money. Things that don't cost a lot, have a lot of time because t- those are the two major ones. You know, I don't want to spend right. money. I don't have time. And the idea is to make people realize how they, that they can incorporate self-care into their daily lives. And it doesn't have to be something that takes a lot of time or it takes a lot of effort or it's hard. So yeah, I love doing those. Yeah. I, um, I, I really liked it too. And I think our listeners will like it because it's like, we're all about sort of this approachable, accessible mm-hmm. wellness or well being, And this is exactly that. It's like, I'm just reading a few that you have um, on March's list. So like, you know, call a friend instead of texting, have brunch at a new spot, drink some water, support a local business, buy some flowers, do something fun. It's just like small bite-sized, yeah. really attainable things that yeah. help with your well-being. So I love that. So we look forward to seeing those every month. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, make it, sure everyone checks so that true. out. It's so true. And it's to, to your point, like everyone, self-care, a lot of people have this uh, idea of what it should be and that it's usually very time cumbersome or it's going to cost a lot of money or very extravagant, or very, yeah. you know, just over the top. And the littlest thing 
Like you just yeah. said, pick up the phone and have a nice phone call instead of a text, you know, sit back with a cup of coffee, call your best friend and chat it up for an hour. That is loving yeah. yourself. And, yeah. you know, those really simple things that I think some people are so busy in life and they, they don't they don't put themselves in, in caring for themselves first. That of course, they're not going to think that is self-care. So it's they're, they're great little reminders. I really appreciate it. And oh, also, um, I wanted you to elaborate on the what I had, um, talked about in the beginning around strong women don't take breaks because it's oh, so yeah. true. Like this mm-hmm. stigma of like you got to hustle and you can't, you got to grind it out. So talk to us about what you're. You yeah, about I, I ran across a um, a quote a while ago, and it said like, "There's no award for overworked female of the year" or something. And I was like, that is so true. And I, I don't know where, well, I mean, I think it obviously it's generational. And mm-hmm. we, as women, feel like we have to be busy or we have to do all the things. You know, even as moms, you know, there are like the soup, there are the super moms out there because, and we call them super moms because we feel like they get everything done, they show up for everybody. But I'm like, I don't really, I don't want to be that. I don't want, I don't want to be that super mom. Mm-hmm. And, because I'm, if I choose to not do all of those things, that doesn't make me a bad mom. And I really wanted to change that, that narrative and have let people understand that it's okay to take breaks. It's okay to say no. It's okay to sleep in. Like, I don't understand. It doesn't, it doesn't make you a better mom because you can you're tired all the time and you know, you're right. out all, all day and you make, bring the kids everywhere. doesn't make you a better mom than I am, you know, because yeah. I'm, I'm a rested mom because absolutely. You know, a rested and, mom is a good mom. A hundred percent. So you know, that is, yeah. you know, that's the, 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 um, the, the, the big piece and even working like working moms, you know, you work and we already feel like we have a lot to do and a lot to prove. And it's just like, I don't want, women to feel like they have to burn out to yeah. show that they're valuable. It's so true. Um, I work in, in corporate America and uh, definitely I'm always looking around at the women and the leaders in my company and the ones that are balanced, you can tell, and the ones that are not, you can tell, especially like pre-pandemic when mm-hmm. everyone was traveling and doing all this stuff. And I could always tell the people that weren't taking care of themselves because they would always get colds, right? Mm-hmm. They always look tired, bags, you know, like you could just tell. And um, I think as women leaders, like being able to um, support other women and be like, yeah, you know, take a break or do yeah. this or like making sure that people are taking care of themselves in in a work environment is so important because I think definitely there's this mindset of like, moving all the time and being busy and just not taking that step back. It's so important that we all continue to like make sure the women around us are okay and hanging in there and not, you know, burning both ends of the candle or whatever that, whatever that phrase is. I I think there's, there's something to like, there's strength in knowing your limitations. And Mm -hmm. I don't mean limitations of what you can't achieve, but your physical limitations Mm -hmm. and what you need to stay balanced and healthy and present um, so that you can do everything like actually that much better because you do feel well and you are, you know, I mean, when you're, when you're frazzled and like you said, burning, burning it on both ends, it's like, that's for me personally, that's when I start to really see my family suffers. And, um, you know, it's like, it's not self-care. It's, 
I wish people would not look at it so much as like a luxury or a vanity and more a necessity. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and altering things to, to help achieve your self-care. Look, for example, if I have a business trip, I try to go in, like if it's an early morning meeting the next day or whatever, I'll try to go in the night before so I can have some downtime and I can be rested. Whereas like some people will just like, fly on a plane, go straight to a meeting, go straight to a dinner, do calls in the car. And I'm like, I just don't understand. I could not do that because it's too much. There's no downtime. And like, it's just like making sure that you're scheduling your own self for what you know is going to work for you and like how your body reacts. And I think the older you get, you start to realize like, okay, you know, here's my schedule for tomorrow. Let me like figure out when I'm going to take a break and have some downtime. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling present and and focused and rejuvenated. But well, it's interesting that you said that because I've reached out. So I'm always about looking for ways to teach people about self-care. And I reached out to a, a magazine, a publication. I don't, I won't say the name, but um, I, I said, you know, I, I read your magazine every time, you know, I travel and I check into a, ma- uh, check into a hotel. And I said, why don't you ever talk about self-care for travelers? Or, you know, and she's like, well, our market is, you know, usually for business travel or recreation. I said, okay. I said, but when people travel for business, they need to know that it's okay to take a break for that from that too. Like you're, you know, you're there for your your company or for work, but they're they need to know it's okay to have downtime too. Like it, it's still work. It's still work. And she's like, oh my God, I never thought about that. Well, I was like, okay, see? <laughs> like there you go. You know, nice. it, but it's like you're traveling for work and it's it's like you're you're I got this meeting. I have to do this. I have to pack. I have so it's like your mind, you're really not say, oh, I'm just traveling for business. That's no fun. Right. Really? Yeah. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. It's funny that you say that. So I work in, um, in hospitality and travel and so work with a lot of hotel brands. So there are definitely, um, a lot of hotel brands now that are focused on wellness, well-being, even while you're traveling for business, taking care of yourself, like all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's super important. And I think like Things are moving in that yeah. in that direction, which is great. So tell us about self-care at home, because I see all your hauls to like TJ Maxx and Trader oh, Joe's yeah. and all that stuff. So give us some uh, give us some goods on that. Yeah. So that really started during the pandemic for me because mm-hmm. I, w- I wasn't going anywhere. Um, I didn't want to go to a spa. I didn't want to get my nails done at home um, at, at a, a place. So I decided to just create little self-care days at the house. And my favorite places to go are TJ Maxx, Trader Joe's, Marshall's, Target. I mean, that's all women I have, I think. Right. Um, yes. <laughs> and it also gave me a way to share that with my followers, too, because you don't always have to spend the money. So I make a weekly trip <laughs> to any, any one of those, but most often TJ Maxx. And I just browse the aisles and I find, you know, products to things to try. And it's not expensive. Sometimes I, I mean, I literally spend less than $20. Mm -hmm. I'm in there, but I'll pick up a mask, a sheet mask. I mean, there's tons of them, a bath salts, lotion, body scrubs, candles, you know, all of those things. And then just go home and create my own little self-care space. And I look forward to it. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, I picked this up. And there's a lot of brands in there that, you know, it's favorite brands, save a little money on them. So that is totally, you know, that, that's like the highlight, <laughs> the highlight of my week. Like I was like, I know on Tuesdays, 
they used to restock every Tuesday. I know a lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people knew that they got a shipment in ah. every Tuesday. So that's how I used to schedule my little time in there that's at funny. TJ Maxx. And then I asked and I said, is it every Tuesday? She's like, oh, honey, we start bringing in trucks every day now. It's like, oh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I like to share that because it gives, you know, other ideas. So whereas you can pick up these socks, these comfy socks and, you know, make a plan to, okay, Friday night, I'm going to stay in. I'm going to wear these comfy socks and, and drink some tea. So that allows me to share um, other ways that you can practice self-care. So I love it. Yeah, that's so fun. I love that. Oh, I used to live, I moved to Connecticut recently from the Cincinnati area, Alicia, and there was a TJ Maxx by my daughter's school. So I would drop her off and I would go to the TJ Maxx and do the like same exact thing. Also, I would pick up kids' clothes. Like you can occasionally get like a, I know, like, a little you can find good stuff there. there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have. But I haven't found my local TJ Maxx yet. I need to check it out. I don't know where it is. <laughs> I'm going to look for here it. in Connecticut. I need to find <laughs> it. I'll send it to you. I say, look here. Yeah, that's Trader so fun. Joe's. Oh Trader Joe's has good stuff there. Yeah, and Amy, I know you've highlighted a couple of products. So. I was just saying to Katie, like I've I've been I've done a couple of reviews on the show recently that Trader Joe's products that I just like same thing. I was just wandering down mm-hmm. the aisles. I'm like, oh my God, look at all this beauty stuff. And yeah. they have like a great rose water spray, which is like five bucks or something. Yeah. They have a really good eye cream. Um, they have so many fun things. I was like, yeah. this is so great. I love finding stuff like that. And you know what I did for, so every year for Christmas, beauty. Oh. So like the advent calendar. Yeah. I didn't know Trader Joe's did that. Yeah, they do. So I always get those. And then I like, lets me, so that way I can try like everything they have. And they, of course they have the seasonal things like the pumpkin Mm -hmm. mask. So I'll pick that up. They have like this blueberry um, exfoliant. Yeah. So Alicia, tell us about your podcast. I know you launched it, I think a few years ago now and the community you're creating around fly, which I love what that stands for. It's so cool. So the podcast, um, it's the fly little podcast. And, um, what I realized after, you know, shortly after losing my husband was that there weren't many outlets for, um, widows, particularly younger widows. Um, and I wanted a space that, allowed us to talk to each other and, you know, hear, hear stories because the conversations that were, were going on for me were from older women who were like, Oh, well, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. Or, you know, you shouldn't, and I would never get remarried. So I felt like that's not what I want to hear um, as a young widow. So I wanted to be able to put that out there for other widows like myself so that they would be encouraged and, you know, they could resonate with a lot of things that were, were going on. COVID had just, you know, pr- picked up and just started in uh, 2020. So at that time, it was a lot of younger widows because, you know, their husbands were dying from COVID. Mm. So I was like, I got to put this out here. And I did. So I launched it um, December 2020. Mm. And um, but it was initially supposed to be. I was like, I was not expecting it to be like a, every a podcast that was launching every week. Uh, I just got so many stories from women who wanted to share. So I think now I'm at like fifty six episodes. Wow, wow, that's amazing. And you know, I really enjoy it. It's a great community. Um, I've received a lot of feedback from the widows. Um, I think most importantly, it's showing that. You can grieve and be happy at the same time because that's mm-hmm. something that 
people don't think that that can you, those two things can exist together. That you have to be one or the other because if you're happy, then that means oh you don't miss your husband anymore. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's abs- that's like absurd. That's not true. So that's what the podcast is about, and I'm moving into more of my life now, and not so much. I mean, I do have widows come on, but I like to share what's going on in my life because it's almost been three years. I'm ready to date, so like that part, you know, it's I like to share so that. We can all talk about it and know what to expect and, you know, validate your feelings because it's a range of emotions and I just enjoy it. That's great. That's awesome. Your your positivity, it just exudes so much, um, especially in your podcast. I was listening earlier and it's just, it's really amazing to out of uh, a a situation that I can't begin to grasp Mm -hmm. that you experienced that you've come out with handling it with so much positivity, where does that come from? Do you, were you always a very positive person? No, I I wasn't. Um, I just a lot of life struggles for me. I was in a domestic violence relationship prior to meeting my husband. And it's just, I had gone through so much. And I think I've, I felt like I was, I had already rebuilt myself from like that previous uh, relationship. And when I met my husband, it was like his personality. He was just bubbly personality, just enjoyed life. And I remembered, you know, I shared an early, uh, earlier, one of the first episodes is just our conversation. Like, I don't know if he truly knew. I mean, he had a heart attack. So it was something that was, you know, Mm. unexpected. But I remember we had a conversation and he just said, like, if something ever happens to me, just miss me and let me go. Um, and I was like, oh my God, like, what what are you talking about? And I knew that kind of person he was, he just enjoyed life to the fullest. And I don't, I mean, sure. He may have died with regrets of not being able to visit places or do things, but he woke up and lived life every single day. Like some days I was like, uh, (laughs) and he was an attorney. So he worked for himself and he would just pick up and say, let's go to Puerto Rico tomorrow. I'm like, I can't do that. I have a job. Like (laughs) work for yourself. But I just, I wanted to carry that with me because that's how Mm. he was. And my close friends and everyone that knew him, they understand. So I know a lot of people who don't know us or didn't know us, you know, are looking like, oh my God, like she's, how can she be like this? But I just know that this is what he would want. Like he wouldn't want me to be sad. He wouldn't want me to not enjoy life. And that is where it comes from for me. That's wonderful. I mean, you're, you're carrying your carrying through his legacy. Yeah. With your positivity. And and really, I'm sure inspiring and uplifting and empowering so many of these widows in your community. So they're really blessed to have you to listen to you on the podcast and to turn to you. It's, it's really beautiful. So congratulations on all of that. And my son, I mean, because a lot of people meet my son and his, he's the happiest kid, like the happiest kid. And they're like, Oh, you know, I, I don't understand I, I I tell people, you know, kids feed off of you. Mm-hmm. So he knows how I am and he sees my personality and he is genuinely happy. He's that great personality. And it's just like, you can tell that we are really, we are really happy, happy That's people. Great. And it helps to make, and, it, and I, it spills on to other people too. So, you know, I, I enjoy it. 
Yeah, you're spreading joy. Did I did I hear that you did was it like 20 12 dates in a row, 21 dates in a row? It was a challenge or something so that you I'm, did? Yes, I'm working on that. I committed to do 12 dates in 90 days. Um <laughs> I, <laughs> Everybody's like, that's a lot. I'm like, actually, it's like one a week. For like, <laughs> right, not, right. Not a lot. Um, I had a, a dating coach on a few episodes back, and we talked about it. And she's like, you just got to get out there. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, get out there. Have practice dates. Do whatever, you know, just so you can have conversation. And what's interesting is when you, <laughs> as a widow, Men will just, they just come out of nowhere. <laughs> You're just like, oh my God. Like, you know, <laughs> and so it's like always been there where people are like, oh, let me take you out for dinner or for a drink. So it's just now that I'm like, okay, fine. You know, you ask, okay, let's go. But um, the 12 dates. So when, when we came up with the 12 dates in 90 days, it isn't all dates with um, like romantic dates. It is date like friend dates. It's uh, mm-hmm. dates with my family, dates with my son. So I, I I want people to be able to see that you know you and you can date yourself. So I'm right. I'm putting together like a journal or, uh, of like recapping dates. And when I finish, you'll see that it's a day date with myself. It's a date with my son. It's a date with my best friend from college. So it's all of those dates. But um, I do have some dates with some some guys in there. Like I've had a couple. So. How's it going? <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's going. Uh, I did learn that, uh, you know, dating, I haven't dated, I mean, it's been a long time. Like, I met my husband in 2010. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's been, like, you know, that long since I've been out of, like, the dating game. <laughs> and yeah. so just relearning, you know, trying to figure out things and how people think. And then also dating as a 42-year-old. It's a lot different, you know, when you're in their 30s, it's just. I just felt like it was, it's, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, can we just go to listen to some live music or. Right. Or, right. Yeah. So it, it's, but it's fun because I, you don't realize how much you miss getting dressed up and having conversation with someone of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my girlfriends, I have my son to talk to, but just talking to someone else about life and getting to know them. And I like that part. Nice. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah. awesome. Good for you. So um, typically on the show, one of us will do a product review. But since we have you here, we were thinking you could give us your latest and greatest, what you're loving right now. Give us a little product review, Alicia. So I actually, um, my favorite thing right now, um, I love masks. I love uh, face masks. But loops, have you guys tried the loops? Um, have I heard? haven't, no. So Loops is, and it's a clean skincare brand, but they have these uh, face masks and they're really, um, it's like a gel, gel face Mm. mask. But what I really love about them is they stay in place. You know, like a lot of masks, like you, you have to like sit up, but the way that their masks are cut out, it's like when you put them on and I was looking to see if I had. Is it Loops like L-O-O-P-S? Yes. L-O-O-P-S. So they have the mask and then they have the um, eye under eye patches. But I love the mask because the way that they're cut out, they just go on perfectly because it's kind of like two different pieces in one. Hmm. But you can like walk around the house and, you know, you don't it's have not to- like sliding off your face. Yeah. So it's like a, it's a gel and they make them they have different ones. So there's like a a, a reset. There's like a vitamin C one. There's a detox. 
So I like those. Like you can get a package and it's like five of them and it's like the different ones, but I love them. So and how I long order, do you keep it on for? Um, I usually do like 20 minutes. Okay. Just because that's like I like I little I have like a little routine where I'll drink tea, I may read a book. So that's all like in my self-care. But that that's like one of my Sunday things, like my yeah, Sunday nice. little treats. And it's easy. Yeah. And, you know, right. So and it's kind of like a when my son sees me with my mask on, he's like, okay, I'm gonna leave her alone. <laughs> so yeah, that's that great to try that yeah, brand. Yeah, heard of it, yes. but that's good. That's great. All right, let's get into our wrap session. So, um, what is your favorite wellness or beauty hack? So, I like uh, once I apply serums, I like to use. I have these little ice globes. Mm-hmm. Um, or, and I have wands, so I like beauty tools. So I love to use like the wand, the Kanza wands or the, um, Aceology has some ice globes mm. and, you know, I just sit there and I massage my face. So that's one of like my favorite hacks, a lot of puffy eyes, you know, from crying it's allergy season, which is approaching. And that's just something that I, I try to incorporate in my beauty routine daily using the little globes, put them in the refrigerator. So they're, you know, really cold and then just move them underneath my eyes. So like Ooh, that's, I gotta that's try this. I've eyes. seen those and I've always wanted them, but I haven't. And I mean, it's also fun. good for, you know, like tension headaches. Yeah. So I, you know, not, I'm not only use them for like under eye puffiness, but like, you know, if I've had a stressful day or I've had a headache, you know, I got my eyebrows microbladed, re- retouched. So like I have been like putting them on there a little bit uh, when they were sore. So those are like, that's like my treats, like the beauty, the beauty tools. We have like the, the PMD, um, like the moisture, the, the cleanser, mm-hmm. it's like the, the cleanser tool. But there's on the other side, there's a rose quartz that you can just apply. I used to apply serums to your face too, because it heats up. Oh, nice. I like that as well. Nice. I want to try those. I've seen the globes. I need to buy them. I I, I use the like the rollers also sometimes for the tension headache around yeah. the jaw, and I feel Me like too, the globes yeah. would be good for that too. Yeah. If you have a tight jaw, nice. Okay. All right. This next one we call your five minute flow. You just got out of the shower and dried off. Uber pinged you. They're five minutes away. What are you gonna do to get into that Uber on time? What are your holy grails, your go tos to to get there and ready for your day? So the thing with me is I don't really have like an elaborate makeup routine. Like if I get my makeup done uh, for an event, I'm, I'm going to go to someone. I'm not very good at, I can apply skincare all day long. I just can't, <laughs> makeup is not my thing. So I have my eyebrows already done. So five minutes, I mean, I'm totally throwing on a tinted moisturizer. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, that's easy. It has SPF in it and, you know, the tint. A little bit of bronzer or highlighter on, you know, on my uh, cheekbones. The cream blush, super easy. You know, just, I mean, I really literally just put my hands in it and then rub it on. And some lip gloss and mascara. Mm, yes. That's it. Yeah. Great. And like go. you were saying before, your skin's so good. You don't really, you don't need anything. You don't need a lot. Yeah, that's true. All right. The last one is how do you maintain your daily nirvana? What keeps you calm and balanced? I like affirmations and meditation. So, um as soon as I start my day, I wake up early, um, try to get up 30 minutes earlier than my son because that's when I can get my quiet time in. So 
that's when, you know, I'm listening to like meditation. I have apps, Calm app. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get, that's how I get my time. And, and, you know, I'm able to start the day and I'm not rushing because, you know, if you start your day rushing, that sets the tone for the rest that your entire day. Yep. I know that's when I'm running true. late or something, that's just it. But when I have that moment to just get started and everything else flows from there. Yeah, it's so true. When you when you start your day off late, it's just like it stacks. It's like one more thing. Yeah, because yeah. like you're behind. Like, behind. It's funny. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's so good. true. I was listening. I heard a podcast this week. I forgot who was mentioning this, but there was like a stat. I don't know the exact stat. Stat. I'll find it. But it was like something like the first fifteen minutes of your day determine the rest of your day. Yeah. Right. So if you're calm, your day is going to be kind of calm and chill. If you, you know, so it was interesting. So I never thought about it that way, but it's so true. Yeah. Yeah. I believe yep. it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So Alicia, where how- can our, where can our audience find you before we, um, Katie will probably close out with a mantra, but where can we find you? Give us so all I like your to deets. hang out on social media. Uh, Instagram <laughs> is Dr. Alicia Reed. Website is super easy. It's dralishareed.com and Twitter is dralishareed. All right. Well, Alicia, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure getting to know you and hearing your story. And we love all of your self-care recommendations and tools. It's it's just all really great stuff. So thanks. So let's close with a quick little mantra. Um, And, you know, I'd like to say this, Amy, I've been thinking about this lately. We use the the word mantra a little like loosely or flippantly. Mm -hmm. And I just want to call out to our listeners like, Mantras are very, can be very personal and very important. And not everything that we say every time is necessarily a mantra. Sometimes it's just a reminder or Or an affirmation or a quote, just something to take with you is is really what we want to send you off with. So this week is self-care is giving the world the best of you instead of what's left of you. Mm. And I thought that was pretty appropriate with with Dr. Alicia Reed here today. Yes. That's Thank great. you so much. Thank You're you welcome. so much. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Nirvana Sisters. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Also, find us on Instagram at Nirvana Sisters. If you loved what you just listened to or know someone that would, please share it and tag us. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of Nirvana Sisters. We'll continue to watch out for all things wellness so you don't have to. Bye. Bye.